tuning in to the Outstanding Ohioan Show. Today, this is episode 77, and we're going to continue with Daniel Coyle's tips for building skill in his great book, The Little Book of Talent. We're going to be reviewing tips 17 through 20 today. Tip 17 is embrace struggle. So as you're practicing and developing your skill, embrace that struggle. Remember last time we talked about getting right to the sweet spot, the edge of your ability. Well, there's going to be some struggle in trying to get to that next step. And what he talks about is that struggle is a biological necessity. And if you think about everything that we do, none of us were great at particular thing when we started it but as we develop it we get better and better but there is that struggle at the beginning and that's a biological necessity and how he means that it's biological is you get the sensation of a of a burn where you're it, you're almost there you're almost there you can feel it and what he says that burn is biologically is that's the construction of new neural connections. So this isn't just something mentally happening with you. There is a bio biological component where that burn is your brain actually physically developing new neural connections. And your brain is just like other muscles of your body when there's no pain, there's no gain. But if you do have some struggle, you do get some pain, that's when the building takes place. Tip number 18 is it's better to choose daily practice even if it's five minutes a day over just doing a single hour once a week uh, doing it in terms of a, of a binge approach and think about this and anything you do are daily habits better than just doing something periodically where are you gonna see more progress uh, he makes the analogy that small snacks daily are much better over a once a week binge. Our brains grow incrementally each day whether we're awake or we're sleeping and again it's better to do it in small bites to have a better connection in your brain developmentally rather than just doing everything at once and it's you know I would make the analogy that it's better to study 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 over days rather than trying to do a crash study all at once. Uh, daily practice becomes a habit and that's very important. So again, that notion of just doing something a little bit every day, uh, that becomes a habit. Most researchers in this area say it takes at least 30 days for behavior to become a habit. Now I've read different thoughts on what days are, but on average it's around 30 days for a behavior to become a habit. Uh, the important thing with these brief daily sessions is that they're very intense and focused in your approach. There's total immersion, if you will, in that without, without distractions or minimum distractions. Tip number 19 is don't do drills, play small addictive games. And I certainly have, have heard this as a coach and have tried to steer away from it as a coach, although I do fall victim to it. I know as a player, when you hear the word drill, oh, that sounds boring. There's a phrase that coaches and athletes use called drill and kill. And just think about that and everything you do in your life. If you say, oh, we're going to do this drill, it, it just it sounds boring. And, but if you can make it a game, games mean fun, connectedness, and passion. And 
you could, you could see this in kids, you could see this in adults. If you've got an ability to create games, there's going to be much more connection and there's going to be much more enthusiasm for it. And the best coaches create games, create games out of the mundane or the routine scenarios. A good rule of thumb that he uses in this thought is if it can be counted, it can be turned into a game. So rather than doing a certain number of reps, see if you can keep a chart if you're doing solo work. If, you've, if you're doing it in a small group or a larger group, have some kind of competition in your approach. Big thing with this, and this is again for stimulation, is track your progress. Have winners and losers and try to do better the next time. Track your progress and try to do better the next time. So if it's a solo effort, if you've got X number of successful reps one day, try to do one better the next time or whatever the case might be. Uh, if you're in a small group or large group setting, have winners and losers and have there be a consequence in both of those scenarios. So number 19 was don't do drills, play small addictive games. And then tip number 20 is practice, practice alone. And that, count, that sounds somewhat counterintuitive at least to me from the standpoint that I've always thought that having a partner or someone else to hold you accountable is is going to help you perform at a higher level or at least work at a higher level. And I think that's somewhat true. But you know, in terms of teaching people to be independent and develop their own skills, uh, certainly pushing the concepts of try to do things at a at a at an intense level and, and, and understand that that's where improvement's going to be. Uh, the thought of practicing alone uh, that Daniel Coyle talks about is it allows you to seek the sweet spot of your ability without other people watching and judging and offering feedback. It allows for the individual to internalize that on his own. You get to develop discipline because it doesn't depend on others and you know we just talked about daily practice becoming a habit and how important and critical that is for people that want to develop skills well that requires discipline so developing discipline discipline personally that doesn't involve others is a great thing uh, and those are two reasons that practicing alone works best uh, seeking out the sweet spot of your ability and you develop discipline because it doesn't depend on others the highest performers, when it's been researched and talked to, uh, around five times as many hours are spent practicing alone in the highest performers uh, versus player versus people who aren't performing at a high level. So, and that that, that sounds very intuitive, right? You you kind of recognize that people that are the are, are masters or are at a very high level you kind of understand that while there might be some natural ability impacting uh, how much time they really do need to put in that on average you're spending five times as many hours practicing alone and and you see that in everything great quote from North Carolina women's soccer coach Anson Dorrance is the vision of a champion is someone who is bent over drenched in sweat at the point of exhaustion when no one else is watching and that's the vision of a champion. You don't, you don't think about just, oh, well, they've got the best coaching or the best 
the best team that they're on that's bringing out the best of their abilities. It's you know that that person is practicing alone and doing things, reaching, reaching, and reaching to try to get to the next level. So those were trip tips 17 through 20. Again, 17 was embrace struggle. 18 was choose five minutes a day over an hour a week. 19 was don't do drills, play small addictive games. And number 20 was practicing alone. Thank you for tuning in to the Outstanding Ohioan Show. Please leave comments. Please leave me feedback. If there is someone that you'd like me to interview from a recommendation standpoint, I'd love to hear those things. Uh, please reach out to me. Uh, and please review the show notes. I've got a mind map of tips 17 through 20, so you can view that as well. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.